Hey everybody, Sean Ryan here from the Functional Sports Hawk and Get Paid Podcasts. I got news for you, it's fantasy football season and my fifth edition of the Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide is now available on Amazon.com. You can check the show notes below for a direct link. My Almanac dives into offensive system analysis. I analyze every offensive coordinator. There are 16 new offensive coordinators in the NFL this year. How is that going to impact or how is their play calling going to impact the star players? My book tells you. And yeah, I know when you buy a fantasy football book, as soon as you buy it, the information gets stale. Don't worry about that. I give you free updates throughout the preseason and I get you waiver wire advice in the season. There's a direct line of communication to me in the book. I watch every single preseason game to find you the breakout young players that you can get in the late and the middle rounds that set you apart from your competition. Check out the Fantasy Football Almanac and Draft Guide. Link in the show notes below. You'll see why we are always the number one bestseller on Amazon. Don't you know that you so wrong, man? You're wrong and here's why. Chris and Greg don't see eye to eye like none of the time. Robert Covington sticks. I don't care what you think. How is LeBron James the king when he's ruining teams? You're wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. You're wrong and here's why. Underdog Sports presents. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of You're Wrong and Here's Why. It's been a while since I had the opportunity to say that. Chris Horwardell here joined by Greg Crone. Gregory, my friend, how have you been? Fella, I mean, how have I been? How am I right now? Tell me. I mean, the Phillies won today after blowing last night's game. There's NFL football on, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, there's, sort of. There's an NFL game going on. I, I, it, this is great. I mean, it's I'm talking to you. We're back. Uh, I mean, how could how could life get any better? Yeah, eight innings, six hits, two runs, five strikeouts for a new acquisition, Michael Lorenzen for the Phillies today. Also, also fun because he's uh he might be the best option in terms of an everyday left fielder as well. So. Yeah, well, hey, someone's <laughs> got to do it. Uh, he is kind of a poor man's Otani. Like he's 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 uh I don't know he's a a a, a Ross dress for less Otani. Yeah, if you weren't going to get Shohei, this, they always I, all the reports the leading up to the trade deadline said second best guy to get is Michael Lorenzen. So you know, I'll take that. <laughs> if you're looking for a a combination pitcher hitter, yes, then he probably was the second best option on the market. Short of that, simply not true. But we'll take it. It all worked out. Um, yeah, it's been man. It's crazy. It, it's been a while since we have done we've done a show. We've got full summers that have uh, that have basically taken part. I mentioned this at the end of Underdog um, a couple of days ago. It's weird that we sort of flip flopped doing Underdog before before you're wrong this week. I mentioned this at the end of Underdog. It, when when did we get to the point where where summer is over at the beginning of August? Because that feels like that's where we are. Everybody's sort of just like. It's like go back to school time, go back to like work stuff. The trips are done. I, I feel like we at some point lost time in the summer. Well, it's funny you say that because my trips, unfortunately, are not done. I mean, not, I guess not unfortunately because I enjoy. No, you told the truth. You told the, the truth. <laughs> I enjoy the trips that we take. But the past couple of summers, both I know exactly what you mean because both of our 
vacations were back-to-back weeks. It would be a – That's week. a punishment that you did to yourself. Yeah, no, I agree. And that's why this year we decided to move one of them to now later in August, and it's like two weeks away. And it's just going to be – it's going to be a good, nice little like end cap on the summer. But yeah. I know exactly what you mean where it's like, oh, August hits, we're done, it's fall time, let's go. I get that completely. Well, look, I had a very uneventful summer in terms of in terms of trips. So. No, you? No. No. <laughs> listen, I'm going to be honest with you. I because we did, we like you said we did flip-flop this week and I actually got to listen to the underdog prior to this week's episode. Yeah. You are Hold, let's, let's just say, let's just let's just give context. Set it up. It. Yes. Let's give context for this. If anyone wants to hear the full story of my uh, my hellish return home from Charlotte about 10 days ago. Check out this week's episode of The Underdog. I'm going to link the show in the uh, show notes in the description on the website. And just listen. I mean, this is a it's it's a continuation of a story in the interconnected world of underdog podcast universe. So, yes, I I told the story. I believe it was yesterday. I got a text from you and uh, go ahead. I mean, first of all, the description of the Uber parking lot. Oh, my God. Didn't know they existed prior. <laughs> at, at that point, I'm out. Drive me back to my hotel. Uh-huh. I'll, de- I'll, I'll be miserable for an evening. I'll deal with it. And then I'll regroup and do something in the morning. Yeah. Context on that. Uh, Uber apparently has parking lots all around uh, all, all around the city where the drivers can go rest a little bit, wait till they get fares, stuff like that. And I guess communicate with each other. I, I did not know these things existed. The one I visited, I visited one just outside the airport, the Charlotte Douglas airport. It was one a, or one or so AM in the morning. It was, there was a downpour. There's the storm that had canceled. All the flights was still going on. It, yeah, murdery is murdery is the descriptor that I would assign to it. Uh, the fact that you're actually still around to even tell the story <laughs> is is a shocking one. Uh-huh. I, I mean, I understand the urge to want to be home. Yeah, I I fully get that. I fully buy into that. But to 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 find a random guy, not even the original assigned Uber driver, right? Yeah, who had been taking you wherever. A gentleman a, by the name of Benefit, who was yes. a, who was a nice, who was a very nice, very nice man, uh, I, and I, and he elected to not do it, despite the fact that he would have. Um, again, context: I had a flight canceled well after midnight on a, on a Sunday. I was going to have a heart. All the flights in basically in the airport were canceled at the time because of storms. I was going to have to wait like two hours to get to customer service. Decided just to you know go to a hotel. When I got in the Uber, I made the decision that I was going to ask that person if he was willing to drive me back to uh, to Ohio from, from Charlotte Douglas Airport. And and I again, I get that, but the yep. situation that you put yourself in, mm-hmm. and I did like that on the underdog, you kind of clarified um, and said, if anyone I knew did this, I would be very upset with them. Oh, I've I, literally, I've I've literally talked to to one of the. Uh, the people involved in that that I saw on that trip since then. And I told her point blank, if you ever do this or anything like this, I will be furious <laughs> with you. I, I just like, 
it's such a it's such a crazy move yeah. to to get the uh, not the Uber driver, but the second colleague of the Uber driver. <laughs> colleague uh, is is generous. <laughs> it's a loose term. Um, to drive you all the way back to Ohio, it yeah. is bonkers, my guy. Absolute flat out 100% bonkers. I don't I like So I don't I don't know if I mentioned this part. I did I did find myself in a weird position because my instinct was all right, look, let's just I'm just going to put in I am where I am. I'm just going to put in my home address and let's see what this thing costs through the app. Um the what troubled me about that is that one did not give a price Oh, yeah, and that's to, not good. <laughs> to the bigger problem, I was at the airport at a busy time, and it was a two and a half x multiplier. Oh, uh, surge pricing! Let's go. Yeah. So I was like, I figured it was going to be two grand. Uh, yeah, if, if I tr- if I tried to do it through the app. Oh, uh, absolutely. I mean, at minimum, minimum two grand. I don't use Uber very often, just because I. Uh, I essentially stay at my home uh, for, sure. for a lot solid of things. Idea. Very solid um, plan. Yeah, uh, to be fair. Um, but that, like, I, I have I've dealt with Uber surge pricing before, and it is it is crazy. So to try and do a eight-hour-plus drive on it, I can't imagine would have been uh, light on the bank account. Well, the other issue that you run into, and I don't believe Lyft has this restriction, but Uber limits all rides to eight hours. So really? I believe that I, I've read that since then. I believe that that to be a true statement. Uh, so I would have run into a problem where I was, I would have been like 45 minutes from the house when, when the ride timed out and the driver that I was with would not be able to just pick it back up because you can't start a ride from a state that you're not uh, registered in. Oh man, uh, that would have now that would have been pure chaos. Pure yeah, chaos. Yeah, I mean, it it would have, at that point it would have been. I mean, look, it would have been like nine thirty, nine fifteen in the morning, and I would have had to get a forty-five minute Uber after just taking a you know eight seven hour and fifteen Uber. minute Uber. Yeah, so. I mean, wouldn't have been the end of the world, but I was just concerned by the fact that nobody was willing to show me a price and that obviously the two and a half. And I thought to myself, like, I should I do like, do I go back to my hotel and do I just wait until like like 2 a.m. or something like that and see when these surge prices are over and then I can I could start then. But it was dude, it was just like, okay, this is this is the first time I'd ever had this first time I've ever had a flight canceled first time in my life. Um, yeah. I'm spoiled in that regard. And I was also I was also like by myself, which, you know, whatever, I'm a grown up, but I didn't have like that second person to like bounce ideas off of. And let's not kid ourselves. In this scenario, my partner would have made a much more rational decision than I. <laughs> and like, rightfully so. And rightfully so. And yeah, the, the rational part I think speaks for that. But I don't know, like I was in the spot I was just like, I didn't know what I was going to be able to do. Like, I didn't like for as much as I like the people I was visiting, it's like, you've already said your goodbyes and all that stuff. And I know that if I would have, if I would have just gone back there, they would have welcomed me with open arms and all of that and said, stay as long as you need, blah, blah, blah. But I just didn't, I didn't want to do that. I felt like that was going to be awkward for everybody. 
just wanted to go home. And uh, I just, I went through the checklist of ways to get home. It, at that time, the, the next flight, it was, at this point, it was Monday at around 12.45 a.m. And uh, just after Sunday night. And the next flight that I was going to be able to take was going to be on Tuesday. That, so, yeah. So then it's like, all right, like I'm, I have to get a hotel for two days now. And wouldn't like, I'm, do I like go see people again tomorrow? Or do I just <laughs> stay in my hotel all day? Like the, I was in a weird situation. Now, I will say once the because I just thought that I'd be able to quickly rebook like I did on Friday night when they they postponed my flight, whatever, nine hours wasn't letting me do it. Eventually, those flights did come up as I as I was sitting in the uh, the ground transport area waiting for my Uber, which, by the way, took about 40 minutes to get there just because of how busy it was, because literally everybody in the airport called an Uber at the same time. Um, as I was sitting there in the, I don't know, it was probably 90 degrees, 138% humidity, it was Ugh. raining. It was miserable. Um, the flights did start to become available when I looked at the app, and I was like, oh, shit, all right, look, there's a 7, 7.30 a.m. flight. It's a non I can just sleep can, here at the airport. I can get, oh, I had a hotel at this point, so... I can, I, and I would never in a million years sleep at the airport. Not trying to do that. No. Uh, Alexa has done that before at least once. I'm, I'm, I'll pay the hundred and fifty dollars to go get a hotel. Uh, and if I, if I would have sat in the customer service line, I could have gotten a hotel voucher for free. I just wasn't trying to waste another two and a half hours. Um, they did start to become available, but by the time I picked any of the ones that I actually liked, any of the nonstops, they were all taken. So I ha I got a flight that was gonna get me home at like four thirty or five p.m. It was gonna I need there was a connection on it. It was coincidentally it was Charlotte to Philadelphia, Philadelphia to Cleveland. <laughs> so I, yeah, I was like, call you. Um, you go to the worst airport of all time. Hey buddy, yeah, can you chill. come pick me up and uh, can I stay at your house for <laughs> five hours? Um, sure, anytime. You can hang out. You can help. You can help me build the patio I've been working on for our entire. I break. had time at that point, <laughs> so I don't know. So it's like, all right, like, well, I don't. I just want to go home. I got myself home. Whatever. I got myself home like ten hours earlier than I would have. I didn't have to take connecting flights. I didn't have to go back to the hotel. I got to see West Virginia for the first time, and now I could say I've seen West Virginia, and I'm good with that. Um, got to, and okay, can I tell you, and I probably mentioned this on underdog as well, a big part of it for me, like in my head, especially when I was in that parking lot, I knew, look, there is a non-zero chance that you get murdered, <laughs> but it's a fun story that I get to tell for the rest of my life. And at the end of the day, the unfortunate reality is that more often than not, I tend to make bad decisions based upon fun stories. I right, listen. It's certainly a story. There's there's no doubt about that. And I I get doing things for the story. That's not one of the things I'm doing for the story. I get well, why well, you you're not it. committed. Apparently not. Not <laughs> nearly enough. 
And the argument against that is that since then, numerous people have suggested I should, in fact, be committed. Well, hey, those people may not be wrong either. So I get that, too. Again, I want to reiterate that what I the decision that I made was an extremely poor decision. It, It was a rash decision. It was not thought out. And at the end of the day, it probably was the incorrect decision. Just because I happen to dumb luck upon a favorable outcome doesn't mean anyone should make a similar choice. Now, this this is a totally different story if the if the trip is booked through the app, but it was. Oh not. yeah, it's a completely different story. It's a more reliable story. If it's well, yeah, and the you, you can at least there's more tracking. Like, look, I. I took a picture of the gentleman's driver's license and sent it to Alexa. <laughs> I had my, I had my, you know, my, um, what's the, the I, oh God, I feel, I'm very tired. I had my, uh, my location sharing enabled. So, you know, all that stuff, I was taking care of myself the best I could. And like, I, maybe this is, maybe this is the irrational I don't know, the irrational narcissist in me. But like, I feel like if you're going to kill somebody, I'm probably not the person you're trying to kill. Like, I'm not a little person. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, you don't fit the uh, the easily preyed upon build, uh, I guess. Is like, I'm not a five foot, 400 pound girl. Yeah, no, I get, I get that. Yeah, I, I get that completely. It's just, I, I mean... As as a nervous Nelly as I am, <laughs> I I just I was dying with every obviously knowing the outcome because you were the one telling the story changes things. But this is a this is a thirteen reasons why type situation. Like I'm <laughs> I'm telling them via a series of cassette tapes. It's it's recorded just, during the murder. Yeah, dude, it really it really could be. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a I mean. It's just one of those stories when you hear it, you're just like, wow, that is one of those things that <laughs> bad I can't decision even... making. Yeah. Yeah. And as as a former bad decision maker, uh, oh, c- congratulations on uh, advancing past that. Well, I still make bad decisions. They're just less less risky, I guess is the best way to put it. Um, just uh, a hell of a hell of a story. You certainly are far more risk averse than I am. Yeah, which is would... which is weird because I I I can fall into the category of being risk averse in a lot of cat in a, a lot of different I don't want to say categories twice but in a lot of different areas but yeah this one this one was a bad choice if I don't know like if if I had to do over again with the the benefit of clear thought I probably make a different decision and probably just go to the hotel take my flight in the next day. I just I wanted to go home, man. Listen, home. man, I, I am didn't all want to be there for, anymore. I'm all for going home. There's there's zero. I I I don't like sleeping anywhere that isn't my home. So I'm I'm right there with you. Oh, and I detest. Look, the I detest the, the hotel is fine. The hotel is even is even above average. The Hilton Garden Inn in in North Charlotte. Um. The beds are the least comfortable beds, and the pillow are the least comfortable pillows that I've encountered in quite some time. It's just like I didn't want to do it again. I didn't want didn't want to do it again. Wanted to go. I, 
I don't blame you. I don't blame you in that sense. Not even a little bit. It's just not, not interested. Wacky, wacky stuff. I mean, I don't have any. Like, I legitimately don't. Have, we we didn't do this for like a month, and I don't have anything that nears the the level of that. Well, and the irony of all of this is that, you know, I have a far crazier story that I just I simply can't tell on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, you do. Family trip. (laughs) Yeah, you do. Which is something I still have to actually I I, eventually I'll get full details on. Yeah, I forgot. I forgot we hadn't talked about that. I'll give you I'll give you the the five minute version after we record. (laughs) But uh, I just get all of that shit off my plate, all out of my brain the same day would be a beautiful thing but, uh, it's been a I, summer I, dude yeah it's it's been it's been a summer uh we you know we did our week down the beach you don't realize as a dad how much shit you gotta do in terms of like everything mm-hmm. like what beach do you go to sea isle just okay. the you know a week down there which was fun like they're both at an age where they can actually like pretend to enjoy the beach for like two hours and then eventually have a meltdown because we're not going to buy them a Sonic from the fudgy wudgy man for like the the third day in a row. I mean, you are the monster in this story. I, I, I'm the bad guy in that case. Um, But yeah, it was, it was good. And they've, you know, they've been good, you know, soldiers, I guess, during the patio build in the backyard that's still ongoing. For but, anyone who's not aware, the they you're referring to are your young children, yes, specifically yes. your young girls. Well, essentially, they've they've just dealt with, hey, we need to work on this. We're going to play outside all day, or we're going to do this. We'll set up the, the, the inflatable water slide or the bouncy mm-hmm. house, and we'll do this and that while you guys play, while dad and mom dig, a, dig giant trenches in the backyard to then eventually lay pavers on. So, you know. That that it that it's been it's been an interesting summer. I'm just glad it. I, I'm kind of glad it's coming to an end a little bit because I'm ready for, I'm ready for something other than just baseball to be on. As much as I like baseball, but yeah, I'm ready too. Like it, I, lately, you mentioned like 93% humidity. It, when we were down the shore and then getting back, it was just unbearably hot. Like mid to high 90s. Uh, terrible humidity like so bad and then early in this week it kind of broke and now there's like a little bit of just the the slightest crisp in the air Mm. uh during the day and it's like let's go i'm ready i have one more vacation to survive once we get through that then we're all good and and ready for the fall to start college football can't come soon enough the nfl we'll be ready yeah, I will say that we have been we've been pretty lucky in terms of maybe not weather, but at least temperature here this summer. It hasn't gotten extraordinarily hot. It hasn't been a repeat of last year where by this time most of my grass was dead and I was outside every morning for like an hour and a half watering the grass with very poor water pressure coming from the hose. And uh, I've now Oh, here's a fun story. We got a new puppy. And um, that, oh, yeah. puppy, that puppy is being held just outside my office window. I, I assume he's being held. Otherwise, the, the dog's conservatively five feet tall now. <laughs> and uh, They grow and quick? Just, just look at They do. They grow up so quick. And uh, just looking at me. Peed, he peed on my rug earlier. So that was fun. 
That makes sense. I'll send you a picture. I haven't sent you a picture. Oh, why we? I asked your opinion, but I haven't sent you a picture. No. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'll real time send you a picture here, and uh, we did not. I do not. I believe we did not go with the choice that you suggested, but that don't take that personally by any stretch of the imagination. (laughs) I'm offended. Here. Here was the here's a here's a picture of uh of him helping me work earlier today. I mean, that's <laughs> it's a cute puppy. I don't know what else to tell you. Yes, it is a uh, it is a a long haired French bulldog, a fluffy French bulldog. So. How much bigger will he get? Uh, he will be the heaviest dog that we have, but he won't be the tallest dog we have. He'll probably be like twenty six pounds. Gotcha. I'm getting the about that symbol through the door from uh, from, from my real life producer. <laughs> well, that's good. So not not too big. So yeah, it's just it's been something, it, Greg. Yeah, I mean, it really <laughs> has. It really has. Like <clears throat> I've I've just we've we've done so much, and yet it seems so little. I've played so much darts in my office that I've now started to wear the hardwood down where I stand. So that's a problem. I'm going to have to figure that out at some point with my you life. Know what, you know what I've gotten into recently? And I'm honestly mad. I've got, I, I went upstairs yesterday and I told Alexa that I was mad at myself, that it took this long for it to click with me. When we moved here, we, uh, I bought a bunch of exercise equipment and we, we kind of splurged on the like we, some nice stuff. We got a Peloton. We got a Tonal. And we got an ergata rower. And uh, I was like, oh, man, I'm going to be in great shape. I'm going to be in great shape. Nothing to do here. Just work out and make good decisions. Um, I used the Peloton maybe once. Really hated it. Really hated it. Not trying. <laughs> like, just like that. No, not comfortable. Do not enjoy. Do not recommend. Uh, the the tonal I used a little bit. The tonal is, for people who don't know, it's kind of like the mirror. It's like the... the um, it's an electronic weight device. Good old, good old LeBron advertises the tonal, and uh, the the Ergata rower is just oh excellent. Is just a is a rowing machine. Used the rower once, like last September twenty twenty or something like that, and I was like, oh man, that was pretty easy. Used it a second time, and I was like, that is like I'm I'm as tired as I've ever been in my life tried it like i think i started a third one but i maybe not even finished the session went back to it recently and i love it like i don't know what was wrong before but it is clicked i've been using the rowing machine every day for uh about a week and uh today i had some stuff i had some some frustrations to work out so i i did the regular i did the regular routine and then i did four more because I just I had some stuff I needed to work out, Craig. Yeah, hey, I understand that. And I just felt like I like I was in a place where I didn't want to not be. I want I wanted to be exhausted when I was done. Yeah, yeah. I that, listen. I get that. I get that completely. <sighs> like wanting to. I've I've had a what I can conservatively say a, a summer of exhaustion, and sometimes yes. sometimes it's a good thing. To just be so tired, you just have to go to sleep. It is. It's nice, but but also like I don't know when you're working out. I I want to feel like I actually worked out rather than like 
you feel like you're cheating yourself when you, when you work out and you're like, that was easy because you're probably not getting enough out of it. No, exactly. Well, you talked about the Peloton and mine is a uh, very fit. It's, it's, it's behind me in the office currently next to the standing walking desk treadmill. Anybody who wants to see used. it can see it in uh, any episode Better, of Better Life. Yeah, it's always in the background. I have like uh, three more payments on it until it's fully paid off. So that's cool. Can't wait till that's done. And then uh, I'll own it. Then I'll own it. And uh, maybe maybe we'll get back into it. But I agree <laughs> with you. When, when I was using that pretty regularly, um, it was something that for sure, like if I didn't like feel like my legs were going to evaporate uh, off of my body when I was getting ready, like when I was getting off of it, and I was like, well, why what did I, I didn't even do anything? This is stupid. Right. So yeah, when I got off the rowing machine and I could just like jog up the steps and from the basement, I was like, that was I, I did not accomplish my goal. No, you gotta you gotta being exhausted by it. It gives you a little bit of a sense of accomplishment. Yeah, plus, and there's the the added benefits, like you said, of hey, uh, I'm gonna sleep tonight, dude. And I have for I have sure. a new puppy, so sleeping is interesting. Though I will say that the the bulk of that has not fallen upon my shoulders. Dog, that the the not getting just like consistent straight hours of sleep, yeah. and now it's eroded even further in in my home because we we removed. There is no longer a crib. In in either room, it's a toddler bed and then a regular, full regular person bed. Oh man! Um, so now they both have the ability to come into our room in the middle of the night, and <laughs> boy, do they take advantage of that! Um, Got to start, start locking doors. Oh, dude, they like we tried like one of these little like clock things that has like a light on it, and it doesn't. They, they the, the first night we tried it. Um, my daughter was like, I can't wait. I can't wait until 6.30 when it goes. 6.30, Chris. 6.30 is how what long is- she has to wait to get in to, to for the light to turn green and her to be able to come into our room. And she came in every four minutes from 5.15 on being like, what? sorry, I, not- I, I, there is a 6.30 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. The, my kids, my kids get up anywhere between four thirty a.m. and five forty-five daily. So that's just ridiculous. That's and, like, what are they doing to themselves? Well, like, and I don't know whether it's so. This summer, they've had a babysitter for four days a week, and then one day a week they go to my in-laws, and like, they don't do naps at all. My oldest one's probably outgrown. Uh, the nap stage will be, you know, old and like out of pre-K and naps are probably a thing of the past for her. Mm-hmm. But the younger one. Until, until she gets into her late 20s, early yeah. 30s, then naps so, will come back real hard. Doug, I miss their naps because I got to nap when they would nap. <laughs> and not being able to nap is, it, it's certainly dampered my, my daily routines. Um, but they, like, they... The, the younger one not having a nap like they go to bed so easily usually except for for some reason every wednesday they choose that that's when they choose violence in terms of going to sleep they're like we know you have to do something at eight o'clock or eight fifteen or eight thirty. we are not going to bed tonight that is not going to be our thing but tonight i did they were out by 805 they were both asleep and i was just walking around cleaning the house up from the day from the daily tornado that goes through my home it's so, nice that your kids have unionized and decided oh. that like we're if if we do this together they can't stop us. Doug, they're a tag team. They are in a one hundred percent tag team. 
when one when one goes crazy, the other just follows it up with well, I'm going to go even crazier. Challenge and the worst, accepted. The worst it's a part. Hold, it's a hold my beer type moment. Oh, you know, it's exactly that. The worst part is is they like most of the day they get along, but they'll fight, and then we'll go to break up an argument or whatever they're they're doing. And the second that happens, then it's like, well, we're both going to have breakdowns now because you ended our our argument, our altercation, and it just becomes pure chaos in my home most of the day. So I I don't know. It's it's a it's a wacky like I it amazes me that anyone's gotten this far in terms of having kids and how nuts they go on a daily basis. First of all, how dare you break up that uh, that altercation? How else are they going to sort out who's boss? Uh, it, it, who's boss? Who has what ball? Who has what toy? Who has what stuffed animal? Uh, Chris, we went to the shore. We brought six stuffed animals. They each had yeah. three. We came home with 29 stuffed animals. Now, did, did, we, did they have babies or how did that now, work? Now, here's the thing. If you've ever been to Sea Isle, they have a boardwalk casino slash, not boardwalk, a promenade casino, which is just an arcade they call it a casino. I don't know. Yeah, why. I'm going to go ahead and just put this out there on Front Street. I think your kids are too young for the casino. They might be. Um, and last year we had, you know, a good, a decent success. Some of these stuffed animals that came with us returned to the beach or won at the beach last year. Now, uh, we went the first night. I couldn't accomplish any wins in terms of stuffed animals. So I was like, ah, what are you going to do? You know, uh, it was discussed on Better's Delight this week that my exact text to the remaining members of my family were, ah, man, it looks like uh, it looks like they changed some of the, the cranes up this year. Can't I can't get any wins. Didn't get any wins tonight. Maybe they knew I was coming. The next day, Uncle Matt showed up. On his first attempt, he won a poodle. On within minutes, we were leaving. Uh, we, you know, maybe we're there for half an hour. We're leaving with a giant bag of stuffed animals, mm-hmm. and this happened three more times over the course of the time that we were there. So you were I, significantly emasculated by your younger brother. To be fair, it wasn't just Matt. Mike also dominated. My dad. My dad got in the mix too. Everyone, everyone was winning stuffed animals. I finally, I finally clinched uh, a few of them. uh, Coming home with a Donkey Kong and a Yoshi from the Super Mario machine, but just, just uh, chaos. I had, I had, we had a trash bag full of stuffed animals that had to come home from the shore with us. They're just all over my home. I, I, I'm, I'm being drowned in stuffed animals, Chris. Yeah, we won a couple. I remember that's when you just give shit away. And by the way, it's way harder to give shit away at an a, amusement park than you think it is. Like we won. A, we, I remember we were at Disney and we won some stuff that we just didn't want. So we like we try, first tried to give them to people and people are very suspicious of that. And then we decided, like, oh, I'm just going to give it to an employee and be like, can you just give this to a random person? And he's like, this has never occurred before. <laughs> like, this, is, this is such a foreign notion that he couldn't even process what we were asking, but did eventually take the uh, stuffed animals from us. I mean, I'm sure he just threw them out. Uh, yeah, probably. I mean, I, I, I was ever, I, you know, we would go on trips for school to like Dorney Park and things like that. And I'd Wild leave Water with, Kingdom, baby. Yeah, I would leave with several miniature basketballs uh, over the course of a, of, a, of a day trip there. So I'm used to winning the prizes and having them. But this this got Humble to an brag. excessive. 
this this got to an excessive point where I was convinced my wife was just going to take the car home without me because she was furious at how many stuffed animals kept getting one. It's 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 a real problem. I'm quote used to winning prizes, Greg Crone, 2023. How dare you? How dare you? <laughs> well, it's funny because like there's a there's a fair uh, in like Huntington Valley every mm. year. Um, and we go there, it's like a carnival and we go there. We don't win shit ever. We don't win anything. Um, it's a carnival. They're literally watch any documentary about carnivals and you see how every single competition is rigged against you. Oh, it's a scam. It's a scam. A hundred percent. Um, it is funny though. You mentioned like somebody trying to give it away and people being skeptical. Some random guy, one of the last nights we were there, just like handed me these two like prize cards. And I was like, sir, first of all, I don't, you don't need to do this. I have. My, my mom's walking around with a bag of stuffed animals. I don't need any more prize tokens or tickets. It's not bad like for that. you. I, I don't need he, these. He, he saw you and immediately identified you as the type of person that could not win a claw machine game. I, it's crazy. It's crazy. I, the coldest streak I think I've ever been on in terms of claw <laughs> machines in my life. Okay. I don't, if you're not comfortable sharing this information, I understand. How much money do you think you spent on the claw machine? Me personally, uh, and you, con- you, your, your, your household. Oh, as a collective crone family, like the no, entire no, just, clan? Your ha- just your household. Oh, us. We maybe spent like sixty bucks total. And how much do you think the you're you're alleging that you won roughly twenty three stuffed animals by by my basic math here? What do you think the total value of those twenty three stuffed oh, animals? Was? Six dollars, maybe, <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah well that's my wife's point every time she's she's like i she's like your mom just buys like the the, like puts a bunch of money on the game card and like just give me the cash instead we don't need 30 more stuffed animals i get that um the stuffed animal display room at the crone household dog the the picture the picture my mom took of the girls the day we were getting ready to leave with all their stuffed animals on the couch is it it it's absurd the number of stuffed animals on on the on the couch, like at the shore house. It's wacky. Summer man. Uh, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, and you got one was, more. Yeah. Well, the, luckily that one is a very contained vacation. It's the lake house. There's nowhere to go. There is no. There's no stuffed animal claw machines within a hundred miles. Okay. So you, you know for a fact. Is it is it a family house or what? Yeah, it's a family house. You know for a fact that somebody. And this, this is the kind of shit I would do for sure. I'm buying and installing a stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to make my money back from whoever's there. That, that would be the move if you, if you were there. Cause it would be like kids, kids get like relentless with things that they, that they want. Like if there's a specific item, uh, like I heard about this, this red stuffed stupid cat. For like two nights, two different nights, you couldn't win it. Nobody could win it. Mike couldn't get it. Mike eventually got it. Um, but like, it, they, it, it, it'd be like we'd be on the beach hanging out the next day, and uh, Philly would be like, "Yo, uh, I, I just, I can't stop thinking about that red cat, and I need that <laughs> red cat." And it's like, by the way, weird conversation from your child. Yeah, like, yo, dad. I can't stop thinking about that red cat. Well, it is so funny because sometimes I'll talk to like we went to dinner once uh, around here and great, uh, you know, 
Grace was going absolutely crazy sure. as usual in the parking lot. And uh, she's like sitting in like, like, you know, the grass in between the sidewalk and the curb. Yeah. And I was like, dude, you were I literally like verbatim was like, you were just sitting in the grass, dude. Like, what are we doing here? And some guy was walking by and he goes, he just like laughed. He's like, just, He's like, he's like, I've never heard anybody call their kid like dude like that before. And it's like, yeah, I don't know, man. I'm just trying to have a, I'm just trying to convince this maniac child to to come in to a restaurant and have more than likely a grilled cheese or chicken fingers and French fries like and a lemonade. Well, that's you can how, get a, that's how you, I talk. You can get away with that. I, it doesn't work the other way. I was actually I was at a, a Meyer, which is like our it's kind of like a targety store. And, uh, Fred Meyer? I, not yes. Fred Meyer. We've done this. Fred, yeah, let's not. It, it wasn't funny that time either. Oh, Fred, um, no, Fred Meyer is an actual targety like store. It's just on the West Coast. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we rehashed that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm in the, I'm in the checkout. I'm in the self checkout and just like kind of paying attention to the, like what the stuff I'm doing. And there's a, a woman and her two younger, younger kids, probably like I'm bad at kids ages. Any anywhere from ten to thirteen, I would guess they were, and the girls. And the, the girl says something, and she she's like, "Come on, bra." And the mom is like, "I am not your bra. <laughs> Do not speak to me that way in public." And I just started laughing because, like, that is just how they. That's like that, just how they communicate, and it's just, it it very much struck home because of like some family stuff that we have. I don't know, like communication, dude. The summer, it's over, and uh, I'm ready to sleep. And um, I'm excited for the Eagles, and uh, you know, 76ers basketball. Tyrese Maxey working out with Drew Hamlin. The, that's good news. Well, yeah. Listen, in in Sixers world, it's mm-hmm. just a waste of everybody's time, as Agreed. per usual. As per usual, uh, I, well, I look, can't I'm wait. not here to talk about sports, Greg. Uh, listen, as I all I'll say is that I can't get him out of here. Get James Harden out. I don't care. Get I don't care about it. I don't care Embiid with the weird comments about I want to cha- I win a championship anywhere, and then like oh, I was trolling. No, you weren't, dude. We, nobody no, cares. You weren't trolling in any in any way, and if you were, it wasn't funny. So who cares? Like, it, just go, just go. I don't care. I'm sick of Trey Turner. I'm sick of people being like, oh. It's because Philly's so hard to play in. Like what? What? And like the lineup is just really weird too. Why is Bryson Stott not hitting two? Why is Alec Bohm hitting two? I don't understand the lineup. If you need to bump Turner down to seven, okay. But why is Stott hitting five? I did listen. I don't know. I can't explain it. Why they platoon him so often against lefties? Like if he's an everyday player, he's an everyday player. Stop protecting him. Let's let's see what he can do every day. We've liked what we've seen so far this season. Why 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 take him out of the lineup? Why so Edmundo Sosa can get a few more abs? Also, Finally. if Gene Segura is not on the bench for this team before the end of the week, I'm I'm I might I might ride. I, I mean, he did really stink last year. I don't care. It's a vibes thing, Chris. It's a vibes thing. What vibes thing? You know, Gene! You, can, you can make an argument that us attending that Phillies game is when they turn their season around. That is true. 
That's very true. Also, I really just want Gene back on the team so I can, every time he does something in the game, I can send the Gene Parmesan gif uh, or gif, whatever, when he when he takes off the uh, the giant mascot head and reveals that it's Gene Parmesan from Arrested Development. Well, That's I, all I, want. I suspect that everyone in your immediate vicinity is rooting against Segura's return for How dare that you? reason, if nothing else. <laughs> it wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me at all. They are uh, Phillies are on their wild card team right now. So yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, we just did this, Greg. We did get, get into the playoffs. I know my Garrett Stubbs uh, uh, collectors, uh, collectors Cup is is what powered us along uh, to get here. I think I'm going to be returning to the to the bank sometime in the upcoming weeks because my wife went to a game with um, it was like a work outing. And ever since then, uh, both kids are like, we want to go to a Phillies game. We want to go to a Phillies game. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think the young one's been to one as like an actual kid yet. I don't think. Oh, actually, you, I don't guys get, if, you had partial season tickets before, right? Did you get rid of them? We did uh, when we moved. So when we moved, we were like, we're further from the stadium. Getting there every Sunday Got is going to be a bigger issue. Uh, we were also in the process of having a second child. So that mm-hmm. also factored in. Um, not that you needed a ticket for a newborn, but just like we knew we weren't going to do it. Um, the Sunday package is nice, dude. It's, it's a nice, it's a nice thing to have. It's not, or at least it wasn't at the time overly expensive, mainly because they were bad. So that helped. Um, but yeah, the Sunday package, anyone, anyone who's interested in Philly's tickets, look at the Sunday package. It's a, it's a good time. Day games. You can just go relax a little bit, get in the shade. That's Yeah, get in the shade. And also, like, look, the biggest mistake that I made on that trip is I can no longer say I don't know Mark now. <laughs> and that just well, it changes my life. The craziest part is, is that he went and he got food before the game started. And we were like, oh, yeah, he decided not to come. And then he yeah. showed up in, like, the third inning because of the pitch clock. And here we are. Yeah, like, great seeing you and Matt. Uh, Mike was there as well, and uh, and I met Mark. <laughs> oh man, that was but that was a good Philly's, time though. I enjoyed. Philly's got to win. It was hot. I will tell you though, I was miserable the entire time. I was trying not to show it, and it had nothing to do with anything. It, I was great seeing you guys. My back hurt so badly that entire time. Like I was, I was fidgety. I was moving around. Like I could not sit. Well, well, you're in the middle of the water fast at that point. It's a thousand degrees outside. Yeah, it was ten of fifteen days in, eleven of fifteen days in. I don't think that had anything to do with it, but, it, I, but hurt, it, I hurt I hurt my back. The first time we the first time we came back to Pennsylvania from when we moved to California, we stayed at an Airbnb in like Phoenixville, Royersford, one of those areas. First night I was walking down the steps and I just slipped and I fell Oh, landed on my back so hard. Didn't really like think of it at the time. And I was like, Oh, that hurts. Whatever. Actually you and I played basketball the next day at the fell (laughs) and like, I I was okay. Whatever. We were, we were back in California we were laying, we were laying in our bedroom watching TV one day um alexa and i not you and i though whatever (laughs) and um and we had a there was this big the whole the whole uh, closet was had mirrors on the outside and i could i this is like my shirt was up like a little bit in the back 
And this is the first time that I had actually seen what happened. And it was probably two and a half weeks later. It was like a dark, dark black and blue. That's not good. And this, this is literally two and a half weeks later. And I was like, are you like, what was it? Was it, has it been this bad the whole time? And she's like, yeah, I worked in a nursing home. And the only time I've ever seen, uh, I've ever seen anything that bad was when people had, um, uh, like, like, uh, oh God, what was the, re- some kind of replacement surgery, like hip replacement surgery. <laughs> so, like I, I had no idea I, it was even that bad at the time. That's but I really messed up my back that day, Gregory. I, I mean, that sounds terrible. Any yeah, sort cl- of physical injury at this point in life is just it's it's terrible. So and the back's the worst too. Anytime you have back pain, even a little bit, nah, out. Well, it's all about vibes, and then we're here to end on a poor one. That is going to be this <laughs> week's episode. If you're wrong, and here's why: it's really the summer in a nutshell, quite frankly. Correct. Uh, that this is uh, this week's episode. Of you're wrong, and here's why. It's been great to be back. I'm Chris Howardell. He's Greg Crone. Thanks for listening, and we'll uh, see you back here next time. Maybe talk about sports. See you then. <laughs>